兄姐妹早安。很遗憾，我我的家庭今天早上不能来到这里。哦，如果呃，你可以请为我的孩子祷告，因为他们生病了。他们都发高烧。昨天才发生这样的事情，对我们来说是一个呃很一个一个意外。在家里如果有病了的孩子，真不是一件很很愉快的事。原因之一是你因为家里有生病的孩子，你不想也因此生病。面对他们这样生病，他们会哭啊，会喊啊，也也是心里很难过的。但我就祷告神说，呃，求他赐给我孩子的力量，让他们快点好起来。今早上我只想与大家分享呃以赛亚书中的经文。我可能今天早上会说一些大家听上去不是那么舒服的话。当先知来到人群中的时候，人们是不想听到先知要讲的话的。先知来是要对他们讲说，停止你们现在做的事情。大多数时候是因为人们正在做错误的事情。他们呃转离背向神。他们也不想听到呃先知说的话。他们不想被告知哦，他们是做错事了。他们只是想继续做他们事情，不毁坏他们的计划。但神是如此爱人，他不想远离他们。因此，今天早上我们就要知道，神来到我们中间，是因为他如此爱我们，想来跟我们讲话。他来到中间，不是说要呃对我们呃愤怒。他来到人中呃要对他们讲话，是因为他是如此的爱人。他就说你们现在所做的事不是不会永恒，而我要教你们做的事是永恒的。所以人是如此爱爱呃众，神是如此爱众人，所以他将先知。神告诉我们要如何行事，不只是因为他要让我们为圣洁，更是因为他爱我们。来，在讲到之前，来说一些以赛亚的背景。当你看以赛亚书第一章第一节的时候，你就知道这本书所要讲的是什么。
你有书，请翻开以赛亚一章一节。第一章第一节。第一章第一节说，当乌西亚、约旦、亚哈斯、西西加做犹大王的时候，亚摩斯的儿子以赛亚的末世论到犹大和耶路撒冷。所以这是神借着以赛亚来对人说话。以赛亚是神的先知，他透过神的默示要对人说话。他并不是把神讲要给他讲的话藏在心中，而是要对众人说出来。在整本书中，以赛亚要对人们讲的是，神是圣洁的。当你看五十七章十五节的时候，你会，呃，你就会看到这些。So Isaiah 因为那至高至上永远长存，名为圣者的如此说：我住在至高至圣的所在，也与心灵痛悔谦卑的人同居。要使谦卑人的灵苏醒，也使痛悔人的心苏醒。以赛亚说：“神不是圣洁的，但是他也要与我们同住。虽然我们常常做错事，是不配与神同在，但是神是如此爱我们，他愿与我们同居。”神是圣洁的，但是另一方面，他因为如此爱我们，他也要与我们同在。以赛亚作为先知，他也会说未发生的一些事情。在以赛亚书中也讲到，呃，有一位救赎者耶稣基督会到来。当时神就会得荣耀，耶稣就会被升天。你不能把神放一旁，神是不能够默静默的。神永远在那里，他也会终有一天来到我们中间。
他也说到他也对人们要讲神要对他们说的话 作为先知所要讲的就是说要说神的真理 他不仅仅是来讲未发生的事情也是在那一时刻要对人们讲 他讲到神未来要做什么事情 在这一书中最大的主题就是神是圣洁的。即使在一个众人都转向神的一个世代中，你不能降卑神，因为神永远是至高至上的。Many times the people of God back in the Old Testament were living for God, but then they would turn away from God. And then they would start not living for God. They didn't want to, to follow God anymore. And in those moments, the prophets would come. God would send a prophet to say, No, 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 turn back to God. Come back to God. That's where real life is. And then, and then many times when the prophet would come in, then people would turn back to God and start living for God and saying, Yes, He is the great and awesome God. But unfortunately, human beings are sinful people as you probably know and I know because of myself and a lot of times we forget God and sometimes we turn our backs on God and start following our ways and not God's ways and that's what the people did when maybe God seemed distant or not really talking anymore far away they would then turn away from God and start worshiping because other voices came in and said no no this is who you should worship listen this God will help you or this philosophy will give you good things in life and so again the people would turn their back on God they would start not living for God and just living for themselves but again as we read all throughout the New Testament God would send another prophet to the people to remind the people no no God is still alive God is still here come back to him and why would God send the prophets because he loves people 
And he wants people to be in relationship with him. So the prophets would speak the truth of God and saying, "Stop doing the wrong and follow God." Return back to your what God really created you for—the God, the only true God. And many times they would, and then they would live for God and say, "Yes, God is real. I live for you." But again, this pattern would repeat, and as you would read the Old Testament, you would see again and again how this pattern repeats in the people of Israel、uh, in that in the Old Testament times. But you know, you can relate this to our lives as well. This is really how we can be in our own lives. 同样的，呃，我们也可以联系到我们所所。Many many times when we are maybe come on a Sunday, we worship God, we feel very close to God. 有时在周日的时候，我们来敬拜神，我们觉得我们对和神是如此的亲近。And maybe you leave these doors and you go back to your home or to your workplace, saying, "Yes, I know God is with me." 当你在回家或者去工作的时候，你就知道，你就会说神与我同在。But then, unfortunately, maybe a tragedy comes in your life, and you get kind of disoriented, like, "Wait a minute." What happened? But 有时如果在你的生命中发生了一些很大的呃悲伤的事情的时候，你 and maybe you feel that God is not listening to your prayers. 你就会想，也许神没有在听你的祷告。You feel God is far away. 你觉得神是远离你的。And a lot of times you then become distant from God, and then maybe start looking to other things because it seems God is silent. 有时他们就这样慢慢的远离神，甚至会寻找其他的事，呃，其他的偶像。But in those moments, I would encourage you to look to God. In those tragedies or in those struggles, look at God's people for strength. 来来单单的来看来仰望神。Come back to His Word and read God's Word for guidance in your life. 来读神的话语，寻求他在你生命中的旨意。That's why God has given us His Word so that we can know how to live for Him and know the love of God. 这是为什么神要给我们圣经，让我们来读他的话语。We are not alone when we believe in God. 当我们相信神的时候。And、so we need to come back and then have confidence with God again in the midst of tragedy. So we need to come back and then have confidence with God again in the midst of tragedy. So we need to come back and then have confidence with God again in the midst of tragedy. So we need to come back and then have confidence with God again in the midst of tragedy. So we need to come back and then have confidence with God again in the midst of tragedy. So we need to come back and then have confidence with God again in the midst of tragedy. So we need to come back. God, I have it. Everything I do, everything right. We are not perfect. We cannot say that we are 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 perfect. Even as you come here to church, remember God loves you. And even as we sang the songs, simply just give your heart to Him, and He wants to be involved in your life. 在每个周日我们来敬拜神的时候，我们就把心献上给神。God wants to strengthen you so that you may have confidence with Him again. 神要呃神要给你更多的力量，更大信心在祂里面。So again, this is kind of the pattern of all of all of God's people, even you and I, on how we live our spiritual.
spiritual life. And so even here this morning, I'm going to read the words of the prophet Isaiah to hope to reorient reorient your life towards God again, because maybe you have fallen away or maybe had wrong thinking. So today morning, in what I remember Isaiah said in his words, I hope that if you have fallen away or had wrong thinking, and it's not about so that you can do all these good things, so you can be this good person. And, and say, look at me, I'm so good. No, that's not what it's about. But it's about being closer to God, being closer to what God has created you for, and to understand His love more in your life to give you hope. 而是更多的亲近神，与神有更加美好的关系，在你生命中你会有有神的祝福。So now let's look at chapter fifty-nine, our, where our scripture reader comes comes from. 让我们来看五十九章。Let's start with verse one. 第一节。Verse one and verse two. 一和二节。Says surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, not nor his ear too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden His face from you. 耶和华的膀臂并非缩短不能拯救，耳朵并非发沉不能听见。但你们的罪孽使你们与神隔绝，你们的罪恶使他掩面不听你们。So listen, I'm here to say, just as the prophet Isaiah says, there's always hope with God. As it says in First One, surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. 也像第一节中所说，耶和华的膀臂并非缩短不能拯救，耳朵并非发沉不能听见。There is no sin, no wrong that could ever be done in your life that could ever push you so far away from God that you can never be with God. 你生命中无论是犯怎样的过错，都不能使你与神远离。No, that is not true. God's love is greater than our sin. 神的爱比我们的罪要更大。Forgive us if we turn to Him. 如果我们就单单的来仰望他，他会他会回转听我们的话。His power to save us, to bring us in relationship with Him, is greater than anything in this world. 他力他的呃能力是如此的强大，他可以把我们吸引向他。And there's nothing so wrong or so terrible that you could do that ever separates you from God's love. 无论你做怎样的事，都无法分分隔与神的爱。God always listens to our prayers and wants us to be close. So even here, the prophet Isaiah was telling the people, "Listen, there's always hope with God. Don't give up on God." Isaiah 就说不要呃失信于神，因为在他里面永远都有盼望。But then he says, "But your sin has separated you from God." 但是他又说，在你们的罪孽使你们与神隔绝。And we have to realize that when we do wrong, there it, it hinders our relationship with God. 所以你要知道，当我们做错事的时候，在我们与神之间的关系就有一个。It, it puts a wedge, a a wall between you and God. 
If you continue in your sin and your wrongdoing and never ask forgiveness from God, it will hinder your relationship with God. You will not get closer to God who is truly life and love if you continue on letting sin take control of your life. Really, the first step in being a Christian is admitting that we do wrong. The first step in becoming a Christian is admitting that we do wrong things. We have to realize that, that yes, we are, we, we sin and God is perfect and holy. And so that is this understanding that when we do wrong, it does, it hinders our connection with God. It, it separates that. But again, remember that no sin is too great that God cannot forgive. There is nothing that you have done wrong that could ever, never, ever be forgiven. God forgives. That's why Jesus came to show his ultimate love and forgiveness to us. But if you don't admit your wrong, if you don't accept and say, I know I've done wrong, God, please forgive me, you won't get closer and closer to your uh, God and Creator. So Isaiah was saying to the people, listen, God is here, there's always hope with God, but unfortunately, your wrong is separating you and hindering what God wants to do in your life. So it's, it's really stopping the blessing of God and ultimately the peace of God that He wants to give to His people. So again, the prophet comes in to the people and says, Stop! Don't do the wrong anymore. There's a greater thing that God has for you over here. Start looking to that. But unfortunately, it seems that the voices of the culture and others are louder than the voice of God in Isaiah's time. Because listen now in verse 14 and 15 of what Isaiah proclaims of what the people are doing. It says, so justice is driven back and righteousness stands at a distance. Truth has stumbled in the streets. Honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found. And whoever shuns evil becomes prey. So here it says that God's truth has become distant, distant in that in that time. It's that people were turning their backs on God, saying, I, I, I don't see God, so I'm just gonna live my own way. 
I'm not going to give control of my life to God. I'm going to control my life. And the voices of the culture and the world are much louder than the voice of God in that time. And I tell you, that's not too different than what we see even in today's world. Even though the book of Isaiah was written thousands and thousands of years ago, it's really not too much different than what we see in today's culture. It seems a lot of times our culture and, and other voices become much louder than God's voice and God's truth in our lives. And we rather, we rather figure out this life and how to live this life on our own than rather ask God for direction in our, in our lives. Because it even says here that even those who stand against evil that don't want to follow evil become they get attacked because it's, they're not following the ways of the culture. And I don't know if you've experienced that even in your life today, that when you stand for God's truth and God's ways, do people attack you saying, How can you do that? Why don't you why don't you do it this way? Everyone else is doing it that way. And Isaiah was saying, God's truth is so far that even when someone says, No, that's that's not right, God wants us to do this. They attack them very viciously and say, No, you are wrong, you must follow this way. And I don't know about you, but that happens a lot in my life. I tell you right now, there is a lot of voices in our culture that are telling us how we should live our lives. The voice in our culture is telling us how, how when we can have sex and what, what marriage should be like. The voices in today's culture are saying, accept all religions. You cannot be exclusive to only one religion. Many are, are, are trying to bombard us, saying, this is how you live, and how dare you say another way? How could you say that? How can you do that? And I don't know about you, but when I stand and say, no, no, I believe in God's word, what it says in the Bible, I follow that, I get attacked and say, no, you're wrong, how, could you, how can you believe that? And they'll give me many arguments for that over and over again and I just say listen I still love you I still want to be your friend but I must stay true to what I believe in God and standing for God's truth and God's ways does not mean that we are not to love one another standing on God's truth doesn't mean that you have to argue against people and be mean to people no really we I think it's a far greater thing and we are called to and when people oppose the truth of God that we need to love people even greater and show the truth, to show the truth of God through God's love 
and helping us to love people greater. But we wouldn't, we wouldn't compromise what we believe in order to love, but we would still love and stand for God's truth. And listen, you know, I, I think each one of us, we know what is right and what is wrong. But many times the voices in our culture become louder and louder trying to drown out what we know what is really right. Don't let that happen in your life. And how you can prevent that is by reading God's word, spending time with God in prayer. Don't forsake God's ways on, on just being this person that just accepts all ways and believes in everything. But be, a, but be a people that truly go after God, standing up for what He says is right. Because God has loved us, He has given us His love. That's why we want to stand up for what is right. Again, not to just do good things for good things' sake. But so that we want to be closer to God and know God's love more and more in our lives. That's why we do what is right. And we respond to God's love by doing what He asks us to do, loving Him by obeying Him. I mean, it says in the Bible, in 1 Peter, it says, We are called to be holy, just as God is holy. And that is a call for all of us, all believers in Jesus Christ. He knows that we won't be perfect when we're on this earth. But he asks us to move closer and closer and closer every day as we live for him on this earth. Not to just stand still and just say, well, I'm just going to be right here and not really move closer to God. Because if you really know God's love, you would want to respond and get closer to it more and more. If you don't know that love, let me tell you, it's the greatest thing. And when you get closer to it, it becomes even a more miraculous and greater blessing in your life than you could ever get from anything else in this world. So as the prophet Isaiah says, stop following the ways of the world or the culture. I would ask us as well, stop following the ways of the culture and let us stand for God and His truth. Look at uh, verse 16 and 17 as he goes on to talking about what God is doing. Or what God did back then. He says, verse 16, he saw that there was no one. And he was appalled that there was no one to intervene. So his own arm worked salvation for him. His own righteousness sustained him. He put on righteousness as his breastplate and the helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garments of vengeance and wrapped himself in zeal as in a cloak. 他见无人拯救,无人带球,甚为差异。就用自己的绑臂施行拯救,以公义扶持自己。他以公义为铠甲,以拯救为头盔,以报仇为衣服,以热心为外袍。
Amen. So we, again, we, we want to continue in realizing that God has called us. He says, He sees that no one is helping those who are oppressed. There is no one doing the good for God and, and being empowered by God. But all were just focused on themselves, concerned about their own needs rather than the needs of others. So God took things into his own hand, but God came down even though his people were turning against him. Even though this people of God was called to represent him to all of the world, still God came and represented him in himself to let himself be known. Again, Isaiah is proclaiming that you cannot keep God down. God will always be the one who wins. And I'm telling you, even in our own culture, though there are many voices saying, don't follow God. If you're a Christian, how can you follow those things? That's not relevant for today. I'm telling you, the God of the Bible will still stand true. He will last forever, even in the midst of a culture and a world that's trying to push God out of the picture. God's not going anywhere. He's still on the throne. He's still the King of Kings. And one day, he says, in the Bible, it says, one day, he will come back again. So in this time, Isaiah was proclaiming that God is going to show up. God's going to be there, even in the midst of those who don't want anything to do with God. Even though the people that was that was talked to in Isaiah time were the people of God, they were supposed to be God's people to tell of God to all of the world. He, he, even though they were doing wrong, God's still going to show up. And he's going to show what is right and what is wrong and restore his people because he loves them. And that's what he does for us today. He shows himself as we read his word, as we spend time with one another in fellowship. He shows himself so that he can make himself known and because he loves us. But it's always our choice whether we open our heart to Him and let Him in, or if we close it off and say, No, 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 I want to keep control of this area in my life and not let you in. It's up to you. What, you. what will you decide? Will you open completely to God and let Him into all areas of your life? Or would you want to just take control of, of these areas, certain areas and say, no, God, you come in here, but not in other areas in my life. Again, God asks you, will you love Him? Will you obey all of Him because you love Him? Would you give Him all of your life? And also, again, as He says, be holy. Would you be holy because God is holy? Would you follow in the example of our Lord and Savior Jesus doing what He has taught us to do and not what others have taught us to do. And because God loves you, He gives you that choice to choose Him or not. What do you do? 
十八节，他必按人的行为施暴，恼怒他的敌人，报复他的仇敌，向众海岛施行报应。十九节，如此人从日落之处必敬畏耶和华的名，从日出之地也必敬畏他的荣耀，因为仇敌好像急流的河水
And we don't have to no more be shamed before God, no longer separated before God, because when we believe in Jesus, He takes our place and we take His righteousness. That's the good news of the love and mercy of God. And again, He goes on and even Isaiah reminds the people that the fear of God and the reverence of God will still be established. Again, you can't keep God down. God will still be known as the God, the Holy One uh, that is forever. I think some of us, and I know sometimes for me, I don't, we don't realize what it means really to fear God. It is a truly reverence or respect far greater than we would even give to one another. You probably don't say to maybe your teachers or your boss, I fear you. Well, maybe some of you might do that. And maybe you fear them because you're afraid what they could do to you. And that's somewhat kind of the understanding how we should be looking to God. You realize that God could destroy you, wipe you out. But at the same time, we shouldn't be afraid that that God's going to really do that, but we should have this holy respect to God that yes, He can do that, but great that He will not because He loves us. In a sense, as it says here in verse 19, we should have reverence, awe, and respect of our great God. But yes, He could do, you know, in a sense, take us out and, and destroy our lives, but, but we realize that His love is even greater. And that's truly having the fear or reverence of God, and that I think we need to have in our life to understand our great God. Now look at verse 20. It says in verse 20, The Redeemer will come to Zion to those in Jacob who repent of their sin, declares the Lord. So the awesome good news, as I said again, God is our Redeemer. And He prompts us, He tries to help us, desires us to repent of our sin, of our wrong that we have done. And, and God has given the Holy Spirit into all of our lives who believe in Jesus to convict us of what we do wrong so that we can realize, yes, I know it's wrong, and then ask for forgiveness and turn away from that sin. Because again, there's always hope with God. God wants to redeem and restore our lives. God wants to heal and bring us closer to Himself. Again, here this morning, through the words of the prophet Isaiah, that God's not far away, but God is near and wants us to be closer to Him. 
But he asks us to turn away from sin and not listen to the voices of our culture, but listen to God's voice. And that we would hold on to the love and mercy of God far greater than what others are telling us on how to live. And realizing, yes, God is our Redeemer. Yes, Jesus came to bring us closer to Him, to take our punishment, so that we do not have to take that for ourselves. But the cross is the very love of God, that He, our great God, would die for you and I. That God doesn't leave us alone, stuck in our sin, so that, yeah, we would be separated and eternally condemned for all that we've done. But that's not, that's not the God of the Bible. Again, the God of the Bible is the mercy of grace, of love, and He displayed it on the cross, dying for you and our sin. And He rose from the dead, proving that He was God. He wasn't just a mere man dying on the cross, it was God in the flesh dying for you and I. He was our Redeemer that came to redeem us that yes the prophet Isaiah spoke about long ago because again God doesn't want to leave us alone He wants to live with us He wants to be with us and one day when He comes back again He will we will live face to face with our Creator God but until then we need to struggle we need to keep going forward with God struggle with Jesus not alone don't give up on the truth that you read in God's word because others say it's the wrong way no don't compromise stand for what you believe even, even when others attack you for what you believe as it was happening in Isaiah's time people who said no to the things of the world were attacked stand up for what you believe and hold on because God is love and His love will sustain us through all things and finally I want to read the last verse in this chapter verse 21 again this is the hope that our God always gives and I hope that it encourages your heart to keep living for God and, and not just for yourself. And God wants to be with you. Everything in your life that you would involve Him in your life. Because I'm telling you, listen, God is here and He's not going anywhere and He will come back again to live in the rain with His, to those who believe in Him. And unfortunately, and this is not what God's wants, but those who don't believe in him are not going to be with him. Listen to verse 21. So as for me, Isaiah stands true. He stands strong for what he believes in. He says, as for me, 
This is my covenant with them. Says the Lord, my spirit who is on you, my words that I have put in your mouth will not depart from your mouth or from the mouths of your children or from the mouths of their descendants from this time on and forever, says the Lord. 至于我与他们所立的约，乃是这样：我加给你的灵，传给你的话，必不离你的口，也不离你后裔与你后裔之后裔的口，从今直到永远。这是耶和华说的。So Isaiah proclaims loudly that God's word will always stand.所以以赛亚宣称，神的话永远都要长存。And it's it's almost another prophecy of what Isaiah was saying that yes, we have His words, and the words will always be on the mouths of those who believe in Him. We have it in the Bible. Isaiah was prophesying even long ago saying we're going to have these words and they will not be departed they won't go away but they will stand forever you know that this book the Bible is the greatest selling book in all of the world over, over 2 billion people read this book and hold true to it what it says we are not alone in this continuing on and living for God and his word even though that many will say it's not right or don't follow that, that you can't believe in that it still stands true and the words of Isaiah is for us to take hope in that yes it will stand true it will not go away so stand for that believe in it hold true into your heart don't give in to what everyone else is saying and realize the love and mercy of God in your life Amen let's pray God, thank you for your word and knowing what you say and require of us. Thank you, God, that you don't leave us alone, but you help us to know in how to live for you and, and not just for ourselves. Thank you for the instructions in your word to knowing what is what is true and what is not true. And I pray you help all of us to live for you more, to stand in for you even when others say it is not the right way. God, we truly do want to love you because you have loved us. And we give you our lives, we surrender to your ways and to your will. Help us to proclaim you, to shine you in our lives and all that we do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.